நமோ பிரம்மாதிபியோ பிரம்ம வித்தியாசம்பிரதாய கர்த்தபியோ வம்சரிஷிபியோ மகத்யோ நமோ குருபிய ஓம் சங்கரம் சங்கராச்சாரியம் கேசவம் பாதராயணம் சூத்திரவாஷ்யகிருதோ வந்தே பகவந்தோ புனப்புனோ குருராத்மேதி மூர்த்திபேத விவாகினே வியோமவியாப்தேகாய ஸ்ரீதட்சிணாமூர்த்தையே நம We have been studying or going through the philosophy and explanation of Katopanishad as Jadavetji was explaining in the beginning. We had the scenery, scenery where the son and the father asking question and the son reaching the Yama's place and his adamancy even though he was offered even to the the most coveted position which a in a mortal can think about of unending life and non-diminishing sense organs with all celestial luxuries which was denied in the child he was that is that that commitment and the steadfastness of the of the seeker which is shown in the example of nachiketa who said i don't want all these things keep it yourself tell me but the truth what i heard that some people say that after death there is something and some other people say there is nothing after death i want to know the truth what is that truth and o oh master you have to tell me then the dialogue between the took takes place and yama pleased with the steadfastness of nachiketa started explaining what is the truth behind it and in the second valley from the 15th verse onwards he started explaining the the nature of the reality or what is the truth which is called atma or brahman and toward the end of the second valley he himself goes into a soliloquy type of a situation where he says that you know uh what happens to the person who are who are in the path of brahmanya means brahma brahma jignasa or who are in the kshetram means who are in the, engaged in the kshetram or in the world outside for both of them death is the only end for it but with the but who will know who can know itha veda yatra saha who is that person who can know about what is that truth is how he stopped the second valley the third valley starts with the mantra which is talking about the two aspects of it one is upadista uh, or the the bond jivatma which is the same truth when it is reflected through an instrument of body how it is and how it is in the in the cosmic or in the totality of it so that is how that first two shlokas are giving an brief introduction to that before he goes on a practical example which is easily can be divided into two ways of thinking about it those who are intellectual and who are in the in the path of knowledge 
can do it as a inquiry into the knowing the truth or the self but those who are not into a capability of doing that way of inquiry into the reality they can use the same analogy or the same example what is being told by yama for a meditational aspect in either case the end result is the same whether you reach that place vishnur paramam padam is what it is mentioned as if it is upasana he sees him as the padam as vishnu padam he is the padam of the vishnu but for those who are in the intellectual part they know that his vishnu padam is vibhutvad vishnu so it is that which is vibhu sarvagatam sushmam that it is talking about that brahman and that knowledge is what is there they he is also reaches in that place so this is how the in the first half of this tritiya valli or the third valli is all about so we will see mantra by mantra ritam pipanto sugrutasya loke guham pravishtau parame pararte chayapato brahma vito vadanti panjagneyo yah cha rinajiketaha ritam pipanto sukartasya loke guham pravishtau parame parardhe chayatapau brahma vido vadanti panjagneyo yecha trinajiketa is how the words are split on that brahma vido vadanti brahma vit the one who have realized brahma or who has who have the knowledge about brahma brahmatnyanis te vadanti they they are they are explaining what chaya tapau chaya means shadow shadow and atapau means brightness or we can say light and darkness like or the darkness and right or the if you look at it it one is the ignorance and the other is the knowledge chaya tapau you can take whichever way we want to understand it but the, it is talking about the two aspects pravishtau guhaya having entered the the deep seated place of the on the body or the intellect parame pararde within that within the ultimate ibando experiencing rutam sukratasya loke rutam means actually the meaning of the word rutam is satyam or the truth rutam sukratasya loke pibando in the in that sukratam means the acts of good good action and the rhythm here mean then it means not the truth but it becomes karma phala in the karma phala or the fruits of action when experienced through the loke here means body lokyate anena iti loka it is body i'm talking about so in the body having while experiencing the action the results of actions by doing panjagno chatriniketa the trinajiketa panjagni yaga which is which was explained in the earlier thing earlier shlokas were it was said that you know it is a nachiketa agni by doing it three times or the panjagni yagna which, which is another form of upasana people who do that they go to brahma loka is brahma loka brahma eva loka brahma loka so that is that brahma loka what it was told earlier so those who are doing this type of good actions are 
able to differentiate between the difference between the ignorance and the knowledge chaya tapo so of only if you are doing that if you are considering this as a is as a in a ritualistic then then trinajiketa and pajnagnikna are yajna but if you are looking at as you know the philosophical point these are all the you know my shravana manana nididhyasana are the three three trine trinajiketa can be considered because this was how it was explained in the previous uh, two valleys and panjagni yajna is also the the five five agnis which are used to burn down the ignorance so that also can be seen from the philosophical point and those people who do the sukratam in the loke means in the sharire ritam is the results of the action of the sukratam they reach parame pararde they reach the ultimate and pivando experiencing they experiencing this karma phala they reach the parame pararde were pravishtau guhayam in the heart of the one who is doing the meditation or the one who is doing the nididhyasana in the very 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 in body itself he is he will be able to realize what that is differentiated between chaya tapo that with is ign what is the ignorance and knowledge which differentiate between the two and this is what brahma vidavadanti the the one those who people who have done this and who have gone through this path it is their statement is what yama says and in the next mantra he says yaha seturi jnanam acharam brahma yatparam abayam tidirshatam param nachiketam chakemahi yaha tu yaha setu ijananam aksharam brahma yat param abhayam titirshatam param nachiketam chakemi is how the word splitting is that chakemi hi nachiketam we can resort to the nachiketa fire or we can resort to the trinachiketam this is shravana manana nididhyasana which will help us yaha setu which in the form of a bridge ijananam ijananam is normally considered as yajamana of a yajna for doing the trinachiketa yajni yaga but when we are talking with this from the philosophical point it is the one who is performing the shravana manana nididhyasana and for him param aksharam abhayam brahma param means supreme aksharam means imperishable abhayam brahma abhayam praptosi is what yatnyavalkya tells to janaka after having listened to all the all the teachings of yatnyavalkya yatnyavalkya tells janaka you have reached that state of fearlessness why fearlessness is the state brahma is the state of fearlessness he is said that sa ekaha adyudiyam brahma so because there is only one and when there is the fear is normally when you have the otherness idaram andaram kurude atatasya bhayam bhavati if you have something other than you you are limited and your limitness can be a cause of fear because other can be superior to you or other can invade you other can limit your potential 
but brahma brahma or the sat chitananda or satyajnan manandam brahma pratyanam brahma in all those things we have been told that sa ekaha he is only one there is only one advitiyam there is nothing to second for it so without the second that is the one only and then because of that abhayam brahma brahma becomes the state of abhayam or fearlessness because you don't have to be afraid of anything that when you know that you have become everything yatra tu sarvam atmeva bhu tatra kenakam pasyet is another upanishad what says that when you know that it is the same material with which i am made i am existing or my individuality or my feeling of i amness is the same thing with which everyone or every object in the world is is having and then that feeling of sahodaryam means come out of from the same material sahodaryam is is normally told for the people who are born from the same mother all called brothers no in in sanskritam we call it as sahodarya sahodara sahodara from the same stomach but in the in the case of philosophy here the entire world is a sahodaryam that feeling comes that that everything has come out from the in the chandogya upanishad say no vacharambanam vikaro namadeyam mrittigatteva satyam all the mud pots or the mud elements which are made out of mud the thing is only of the mud same as all the gold ornaments are of gold same way everything in this world you are part of the world so you cannot be different from that you are also made of the same material which the entire world is made so why do you make a difference between you and others is what the upanishad tells you so then when you are having the oneness sarvatma bhava sarvam atma bhava sarvam atmam is i am the self and this self in me is the self in everyone that feeling when when it comes it is called abhayam brahma fearlessness because you are no more threatened by the existence of others you don't have the fear of otherness that state of fearlessness of brahman comes yet tidivshitam param those who are inquisitive or who want to cross over tidicha tidikshir tidivshita means taratum ichanta or those who want to swim across the param of samsara or the that limit the chaya tapo which, which is told in the previous shloka that darkness to cross over the darkness into the into the in the ocean of light where you are the light and you become the light and you are one and only one for those people natiketam shakemahi we can resort to the method of natiketa ritual or the shravana manana nidityasana now having told that these are the two methods in which were what is the brahma who knows in the previous when we when he stopped we knew now that is what is all about but how do i go this question can come to everyone i now you have told me what is it like and everything you told me there is avayam paramam aksharam param brahma all those things are fine and beautiful for me to hear you are giving you are talking about things which are not possible to reach like you know talking after going to swarga for that i have to die to go to swarga 
to know what is available whether it is true or not i don't know so how do i know is a question which can come to an aspirant or a, a a student of philosophy or student of personal can ask it knowing that that these thoughts will be running in the mind of nachiketa yama starts giving the example which is also available in the bhagavad gita so we will see what is the example now you as i this is the example which i told we can look from both the angles we can look it from the philosophical point of view or we can take it as an upasana where for where you want to do an imaginative uh, you know upasana on that the truth which is being explained through that atmanam radhinam viddhi shariram radhamevatu buddhim tu saradim viddhi mana pragraha mevacha atmanam radhinam viddhi shariram ratham eva tu buddhim tu sarathim vidhi mana pragraha eva cha now this and the next shloka is continuous but let us take the meaning of this shloka and the next shloka before we get into the philosophical part of it vidhi atmanam radhinam vidhi know the 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 one who sits in the ratha or the one who want to be who is the rider of the ratha to be the atma or the jiva in the body understand that o nachiketa rathinam atmanam vidhi know that this atma is the rathinam of in the body shariram ratham evatu shariram tu ratham this body is the chariot vidhim buddhim tu saradim vidhi and the charioter of this body is buddhi it is the intellect which is guiding or which is giving direction which way the body should function or which way the body should be the atma is only a rider he sits in that body and it is the body which is riding which is going places and buddhi intellect is the one which is a charioter mana pragraha mevacha mind is the reins which is the intellect is controlling it so mind is under the buddhi because intellect is the one which is giving instruction for the mind what is right what is wrong which is which way to do which way not to do and that the analytical part or the logical aspect of the in of the body is in the intellect so the jivatma is the is the charioter or the uh, no, or the, the the rider of the chariot the the reins are in the hands of the charioter buddhi intellect and minds are the reins with which what do they do indriyani hayanahu vishayam steshu gocharan atmendriya manoyuktam bhokta tyahur manishinah indriyani hayanahu vishayan teshu gocharan ande atmendriya manam yukta manoyuktam bhoktah tyahu manishinah now having told what is the form of the the body and the jivatma in the body intellect is the one which is the which is the charioter 
and he is using the reins which is controlling the horses the mind is the one which is controlling the horses now what are the horses indriyani now the horses are like the in the sense organs are like the horses we have five horse five horses running in five different directions that is the shabda sparsha rasa roopa gandha shotam all those things the sight the the eyes ears smell touch all those five sense organs are the horses which takes the body in enjoyment in the world now assuming that we are taking a travel towards the aksharam paramam padam the journey of the individual is starting to merge with the the ultimate so here we have been told that the body is not a liability to you you have the body you have the intellect which is a chariot you have the mind which can control the reins of the indriyas and the indriyas are the horses and what is that they think vishayan teshu gojaran they are grazing in the objects which are external in the from the body in that the the horses or the sense organs are grazing means they are enjoying the sense organs manishina ityahu this is how the men who manishina means who have the with a high level of intellect they have come out with this example to declare that what is that atma indriya mano yuktam the combination of the jiva along with the mind and the sense organs it appears to be the enjoyer now if you if you look at this with the two shlokas put together the master of the car he sits behind the vehicle and he instructs the driver to go to different places or wherever he wants to go now it is the driver who has the control over the entire vehicle the master has only instruction or he is an enjoyer of the ride he doesn't drive the vehicle so that is where that atma indriya mano yuktam bhokta so the bhokta or the enjoyer is a totality of the sense organs the in the mind and the observer of the enjoyment to as the atma in thought in this all three put together is the suppose is the rider is the one who is traveling so if you look at this example what we can see is that the the owner or the or the vehicle of that or the chariot who is riding in the chariot he is not doing any action he is his presence sitting the moment he sits in the vehicle in the chariot the charioteer starts the horses to start running same way the moment the jivatma enters the body the intellect the mind and the sense organs start functioning for engaging in the world outside now only if you look at the other way around when the master is not there but the master is not in the mood of riding 
even though the chariot the hare horse and the reins and everything is there it stands still which is in the deep sleep when he presents he takes he wants when he wants a ride he doesn't want a ride in the but the presence mere presence he sits in the vehicle itself makes the chariot move around in the direction where the indriyas are taking the sense organs are taking so you have to consider this example so where in the brahadarni upanishad that they he's there is a statement where the atnyavalkya makes dhyayati va lelayati va as if the the person is meditating or he is the one who is moving around actually speaking the jivatma the self in us is not doing anything he is akarta abhokta he is neither the bhokta nor the karta of the working his presence yasya smarana matrena janma samsara bandana vimuchyate so by presence of that atma in in the body is why the body is in function so just before the session started i was explaining this to patrick that the western philosophy is looking for that consciousness within the body but they do not understand that the consciousness is not loc- locally localized in the body as in only that the reflex the re- reaction of the body which makes the scientist or the neuroscientist and others feel that you know the consciousness is associated with the body it is just like that you know the presence of light only can show the face in the mirror in the absence of the light the mirror and your face even though are face opposite to each other they cannot show they cannot have a function of seeing in the mirror but the presence of the light is required the light is neither in the mirror nor on your face but it is there everywhere but the presence of the light is only when the mirror becomes useful for us to see our face same way the presence of the atma the jivatma in the body the feeling of that body has come alive is the, therefore the body looks to be enjoying because of the mind and the intellect and the indriyas now here he goes into the further explanation how this is happening yastu vijnanavan bhavati yukya bhavati tena manasa sada ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾಂಡ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಯಾಂಡ್
Tasyaindriyani Avasyani. For him, his sense organs are not under his control. His sense organs are in control of him. Wherever his senses are getting attracted, he goes that direction. And when you have got five sense organs, you are torn between one after the other. You want something which is good to see. You want something good to hear. You want something good to taste. You want something good to touch. You want something like that. And each each one throws up each requirement each time. So the five sense organs are driving you in the five different directions. And the mind is not in control of it. Therefore, he is called a man without discrimination. To him, how it is like, Dushtashwa iva sarate. Now the sarati or the, the charioter has got untamed or untrained horses yoked to the chariot. What will, the, what will be the fate of the charioter who tries to control the chariot horses? Because they, have, they are wild horses. They have not been trained to behave in a proper way. Even if you have the reins under the control, they are not being trained properly how to do a journey. So the, even by walking to the horse or the cart, the cart cannot go in any direction. It may move forward, it may move backward, or sometimes it may go round and round. We know there is no way in because the horses are not being controlled. So this is one way of when the Yama says this is the situation for the Avitnyanavan who has no knowledge about what is how the method of knowing the truth is to be done. Because he is indicating that Dushtashwai Vasarade, what he is indicating that it is important that the importance of the sense organs are as important as the journey itself. For the journey to be a successful, unless the sense organs are bridled and controlled and you know how to use your sense organs, your journey is never going to be successful. Then he comes to the saying of in the case of the next set of uh, Vitnyanavan. Now he said Avitnyanavan for the one who is uh, without control on the sense organs, what happens to him? Now he tells the other one. Yastu Vitnyanavan Bhavati Yuktena Manasa Sada Tasya Indriyani Vashyani Sadashwa Ivasarati. This is the opposite of that what we discussed earlier in this earliest mantra. One who becomes knowledgeable discrimination between how to use his sense organs. Indriyani indriyeshu vartyata. Iti, that is the truth. The sense organs will be engaging in the sense objects because that is the nature of the vastu. You cannot change an eye from but seeing an object. A, a sound being told cannot escape your ears if it is in the within the audible range. Same is the case with all the sense organs. But Vitnyanavan, so for a man who of, of discrimination or a knowledge, for him, Yuktena Manasa, he has the mind which is riddled or which can be riddled and the horses, the sense organs are under his control. Tasya Indriyani Vashyani. For him, the sense organs are under his control. He knows what is the role of each sense organ. He will not allow them to go amok. 
and to you know without direction they will you know pull him apart how sadashwa ivasarade like well trained horses his journey will be the successful journey and he is the one who is going to reach the paramam padam he is the one who is going to reach the ultimate destination because he has the horses which have been trained he has got a mind which is controlling the horses he has a good intellect which is con- instructing the mind and in such a body which is yoked with such good sense organs which shows that even for the spiritual journey your sense organs should be in in prime condition in a very good condition because if you are not sense your sense organs are not in good condition you cannot make out how what is the nitya nitya vastu viveka what is the difference between the transient and permanent senses and bodham bodham prati every bodham because when when that happens you know every experience in through the experience how do we know the awareness which is the master sitting in the in the chariot for that the sense the horses should be able to feed the indriya should be able to feed the senses through the mind and the intellect to the right the, the owner of the chariot then only that you know the the right direction will be known but that he will reach his destination so it is as good as important that the sense organs also have to be in the very good condition so if you what he says that sadashwaiva sarade that you know like the very trained and tamed horses how it can that horses can take you to your final destination similar is our journey towards that paramam padam aksharam paramam padam that abhyam brahma which is that fearlessness state of that for that which is very important that this example is either philosophically or if you want to meditate on that in either case you will be you will be reaching the same destination again what some more aspects of the same thing is being told yastu vitnyanavan bhavati tyamanaskas sadashuji nasa tatpadam apnodi samsaram cha adigachati now what happens to the person what happens to such a person whose horses are not brittle whose who has no control on his sense organs yastu avitnyanavan bhavati the one without discrimination or the right intellect or he doesn't know how to discriminate between the right and the wrong or the nitya nitya vastu viveka nasti or he doesn't have the difference between what is permanent what is transient amanaska sada shuchi and his mind is sada ashuchi always in with impurities and he nurtures these impurities in his mind amanaska with a disturbed mind manaska anamanaska means one one who manas is not in control manaska is my controlled mind amanaska is one which is uncontrolled mind and sada ashuchi always in immersed in the sensual enjoyment without knowing what is the destination if such a person is is you know this indiscriminate person is that nasatat padamam padam apnoti he doesn't reach his destination he never reaches that state of akshayam aksharam abhayam brahma aksharam paramam brahma 
സംസാരം അധികച്ചതി ഹീ ഈസ് ഗോയിങ് ആൻഡ് കമ്മിങ് ബാക്ക് ഇൻ ദ സെയിം സൈക്കിൾ ഓഫ് റീബർത്ത് ആൻഡ് ഇൻ ആസ് ലൈക്ക് എ ലൈക്ക് ദ വേംസ് ഹു ആർ ഹാപ്പി ഇൻ ദ ഇൻ ദ സ്ലഷ് ഓർ ഇൻ ദ ഡേർട്ട് ദിസ് എൻജോയിങ് പേഴ്സൺ ഹു ഈസ് എൻജോയിങ് ദ സെൻഷൽ ഓർഗൻസ് ഹി റിമെയിൻസ് ഇൻ ദ സെൻഷൽ ലെവൽ ആൻഡ് ഹീ ഈസ് ഈവൻ ആഫ്റ്റർ ഹിസ് ഡെത്ത് he is not looking for his destination he is wanting to come back because rhythm vivandav for the for the results of their action is to get back into the world of sansara for such a person he cannot reach his destination of aksharam paramambaram whereas the person of the opposite side yastu vijnanavan bhavati samanaska sadashuchi സതു സത്പദം ആപ്നോതി യസ്മാദ് ഭൂയോ ന ജായതേസ്തു വിജ്ഞാനവാൻതി ആൻഡ് ഹി ഈസ് ഓൾസോ സമനസ്ക സദാ ശുചി സതു തത്പദം ആപ്നോതി ഹി റീച്ചസ് ദാറ്റ് പ്ലേസ് യസ്മാദ് ഭൂയോ ന ജായതേ ഫ്രം ദർ ഈസ് നോ റിട്ടേൺ യദ് ഗത്വാന നിവർത്തന്തേ തദ്ദാമ പരമമ്മ ഈസ് വാട്ട് ശ്രീകൃഷ്ണ സേസ് ഇൻ ദ ഭഗവത്ഗീത സോ ദാറ്റ് ഈസ് ബീങ് റിഫ്ലക്റ്റഡ് ഹിയർ yastu vijnanavan bhavadi but the one who has got knowledge discrimination between nitya nitya vastu viveka what is permanent what is impermanent what is transient in the nature what is you know momentary in life and his mind is also samanaska is his mind is without perturbance his mind is sturdy like a rock and he knows where he is going and what is his requirement and sadashuchi and his mind is nurturing the purity of thought satupat tatpadam apnodi he reaches apnodi means reaches tatpadam that that state or that abode he reaches what is that tad aksharam paramam brahmam abhayam brahma is in that which which was explained in the shloka earlier that padam he is reaching yasmad acting reaching there nabhuyo jayate he has no birth again because he has become one with that that the rider of the the rider of the horse has reached his destination he has reached his palace or he has reached his home that homecoming is possible only if you have that vijnana samanaska sadashuchi if with a pure mind and this established mind with the discrimination only such people can reach that padam that that state of abode or that ultimate state our going home can happen now is the explanation about further in the in the same line vitnana saradir yastu manapragravan naraha so adhana paramapnoti tad vishnoho paramam padam this is the culmination which is talked about in this upanishad for that what is that paramam padam tat vishnoho paramam padam that is the abode of vishnu vishnu is two way you can see those who are in that devotional thing they can take vishnu as vaikuntha or those who are in the tattvajnana they can know that vishnu is vishnu vibhutvad vishnu vishnu the other name for vishnu is vibhu vibhu means sarvagatam susushmam he is the all pervading that means he when he controls all his sense organs 
ವಿಜ್ಞಾನವಾನ್ ಸಾರಥಿ ಎಸ್ತು ದ ವಿಜ್ಞಾನವಾನ್ ಸಾರಥಿ ದ ಇಂಟಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ದ ಸಾರಥಿ ಇಸ್ ವೈಮಿ ಟಿಲ್ ನೌ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಬೀನ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಹಾರ್ಸಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಹಿ ಇಸ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಸಾರಥಿ ಹೂ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ನಾಟ್ ದಟ್ ಹಾರ್ಸಸ್ ಆರ್ ಥೇಮ್ಡ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇನಫ್ ಯು ಆಲ್ಸೋ ನೀಡ್ ದ ಇಂಟಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ವಿಜ್ಞಾನ ವಿತ್ ದ ನಾಲೆಜ್ and manapragahan nara and he that vijnanavan sarathi the one which the the charioteer or the the one who who has the control over the chariot he should be able to control the reins which is the mind and sa adwanaha paramam that is that journey that journey itself will end apnoti vishnu paramam padam that is the one which will make the destination attainable or within the reach for that so we need one is the what is to be done we need an intellect which has got the discriminative power we need the mind which is under the control of the discriminative power of the intellect and we should have the horses or the indriyas or the sense organs which are well trained which knows when to engage which knows when to not to engage and all of them should be in very good condition otherwise the journey cannot be completed so with the, with these conditions in the mind with good sense organs with a mind which is which knows how the sense organ should be engaged and the intellect which has a discriminative power to which direction it should go then the journey of the rider will end up in such a place from where he has no return ಯತ್ಗತ್ವಾನಿವರ್ತಂದೆ ತಾಮ ಪರಮ ಮಮ ಆರ್ ಹಿ ಮರ್ಜಸ್ ಹಿ ಹಿ ಅಟೈನ್ಸ್ ತತ್ ಪರಮ ಪದಂ ಅಕ್ಷಯಂ ಅಭಯಂ ಅಕ್ಷರಂ ಪರಮ ಪದಂ ದಟ್ ಹಿ ರೀಚಸ್ ದಟ್ ಕ್ಷಯ ಫ್ರಮ್ ವರ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಓರ್ ಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಬ್ಯಾಕ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅಕ್ಷರಂ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬನ್ ವರ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಡಿಮಿನಿಶಿಂಗ್ ಟೆಕ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಆರ್ ವರ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಆಂಡ್ ವೈ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇಸ್ ವಿಷ್ಣೋ ಪರಮ ಪದಂ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ವಿಭತ್ವಾದ್ ವಿಷ್ಣಂ it is sarvagadam it is everywhere so you merge in the totality and from the once you merge with the totality there is no individuality anymore to come back that is the state which is being told in the in this shloka now there are next to two shlokas which are basically 10th and 11th together should be read which is talking about the how the uh, the what are the which is how each one each one is superior to the other and how that can be done in the meditative process as well as the intellectual process which i think i'll take it in the next session because it has to it has got continuity with the following shlokas mantras in the same upanishad so having reached the vishnu paramam padam having reached that abode of vishnu let us enjoy that supreme bliss of abhayam apayam praptosi vaijanaka that is where we have reached now we don't have to be afraid of anything because we are that infinite bliss and in that infinite bliss when once we are there there is not no getting back no going back to no falling down from that state we are not sinners who will be thrown back from that state once that knowledge is attained there is no going back that is what the upanishad says i'll stop here om purnamada purnamidam 
பூர்ணாஸ்பூர்ணமுதே பூர்ணய பூர்ணமாதாய பூர்ணமேவாவசிஷ்யதே ீஷாந்திஷாந்திஹிஸ்ரீகுருபியோநமீயோஸ்ஸ்ரீமச்சுவெரிமச்சுவெரிமச்சுனராவர்த்தே ீங்கிரிமிட்டிங்ஸ்கிரிமிட்டிங்ஸ்கிரிமிட்டிங் is that one made up of all of these things or it is just the intellect the mind and the body only which one are we talking about <laughs> the example given is about the jeevatma or the individuality the sakshi in each on each one of our body there is a sakshi which is knowing the intellect which is knowing the mind which is knowing the sense organs and that sakshi even though he is not taking any ride anywhere but the but the very very moment when it is seated in the body that the body is the one which is taking that journey so that knowledge that sense organs and the mind and the intellect are not independently operating it is his presence which makes the intellect the mind and the body are so that knowledge when the rider or the when when it happens in the intellect and the mind what happens is that the mind and intellect becomes as long as that body is there that is why the body of body is important the journey is of for the body and the body can journey, start the journey do the journey only when that jeevatma is sitting there otherwise that's a dead body the sense organs or the organs you can see in the body the mind and intellect which we know is a very subtle matter but at, at the end of it they are all matter but then when the jivatma is not in the body the body becomes part of the you know the material which with which they were made so where here the journey what they are talking about is the journey for the for the horse for the mind and for the intellect but the journey cannot take place unless the jeevatma sits in the body the jeevatma when it is not sitting there the mind and intellect and the sense organs are useless they cannot journey it is just like the driver and the car with the full petrol can stand there in the portico it will not he will not be able to take a ride and go anywhere unless the master comes and say okay take me somewhere right 
So same way, the journey cannot be completed with the equipments unless the Jivatma sits there. And the Paramampadam is attained by all. It is not the master alone reaches the destination. The entire entire assemblage of the sense organs, the mind and the intellect all reaches the destination, which is that state of fearlessness. Of It is not the Jivatma which is reaching the Paramatma. And when, when the Jivatma, Paramatma, Ekattum, when it is happening is that the mind, the intellect and the horse has no separate individual existence in the in that example. The sense organs merges with the, the, the knowledge. The mind merges with the knowledge. The intellect merges with the knowledge along with that. The, the presence of the Jivatma is only when this is possible. That is what the example of the chariot has to be taken in this example, particular. Thank you so much, Arbindji. Challenge question. Pranam, sir. Pranam, Guruji. I have one question. Uh, is, am I audible? Yes, yes, Kamal. Yeah, actually, my question is basically, now suppose we are into this materialistic work, just daily basis, uh, busy with our all activities and like this thing. So the pursuit of uh, goals beyond these uh, uh, worldly d- desires, Maybe factual fact is that we are not able to do that much. So, is there some ways that we can at least uh, try to find out something for our own self besides these worldly desires? That means roti, kapada, makan, which is the basic needs. We every time we struggle it out with every daily basis. This is a routine. So, can you just guide how to proceed up with the alternately with this activity also? Thank you. Yes, Kamalji. The question of bread, butter and shelter or roti, kapda, makan, as you say, we think that they are the end in itself. Agar wo mil gaya, if you achieve that, your journey is complete. But you, you should open your mind and look around. There are people with different levels of roti, kapda, makan. If is reaching that Destiny, if attaining that is the end of the journey, why should there be people who are rich, again keeping on trying to become more rich, people who have got just minimum, bare minimum of roti kapda makan, they are not happy with that roti kapda makan, what they have got. This is what is explained in the shloka, that avikyanavan, the one who has no knowledge where he is going in his journey, the purpose of life, or what is the purpose of life? It is not to reach roti kapda or makan. Roti kapda makan is only a part of the journey. But what is the purpose of the human life we have taken? We do not know who we are. Therefore, we don't know where we are going or what is the purpose of life. We assume that we are the physical body. Therefore, the roti kapda makan or the body. The bread, the bread, butter and shelter becomes important because we think we are the body. It is for the body the roti kapra makan becomes important. Have you seen that? When you are in your deep sleep, there's the makan, the roti or the kapra or the palace or the hut where you are sleeping. For the sleeping person, whether he is in the hut or in the palace, the sleep is the same. The person is the same. The one who is enjoying the sleep, whether he is a rich man or a poor man, 
the sleep is a sleep is there is no difference but the moment we identify with our body then the needs become different for some people the need never ends for some people who understood what is the purpose of life for them whatever is available in their in their you know journey they are happy with it so they have achieved happiness whereas other people with having everything in the life they are still not happy so are we searching for happiness or are we searching for acquiring the things and if we are acquiring the things is the end of it where is the end of acquiring this even the richest man still keeps searching for more that means definitely sees that he is not he has not reached his destination whereas the man who has found the happiness whether he owns anything or he doesn't own anything but he has found the happiness within himself you can see him even not getting motivated even with he is given you know all the temptation by the sense organs he is not interested in entertaining the sense organs so we it is for our purpose that we should know what is the purpose of our life where are we going who are we all these questions unless that is answered we will be in that untrained horses like each one pulling us in different direction arvind ji i wanted to ask like on the word vigyana itself so this comes multiple times in the last few shlokas right so uh, comparing to other words like jnana and we also have words like pragyana so what's the significance like uh, is the word to be what does it mean like in this context uh, vigyana what does it actually mean uh if i am to quote shankarabhashya vijnana is that knowledge nitya nitya vastu viveka one who has that knowledge he is known as a vijnanavan who has the differential because he sees the permanency and impermanency of things jnana is basically in the normal sense it is a knowledge but brahmatnyana or the tnyana ultimate tnyana when it is in context it changes according to where it is being used so even though tnyana is knowledge about a vastu whereas vijnana is the quality of the one who has that knowledge between the difference between tnyana and vijnana that is the difference vijnana one is the one who has the discriminative knowledge tnyani is the one who knows the truth Thank you Arvind